0: Twenty-nine, 21 candidates (laughs) are now qualified for the first Democratic debates held later this month, but there are only 20 spots. The DNC will eliminate one candidate by either polling results or hip-hop dance-off. Hey.
1: (laughs) President Trump met with Queen Elizabeth this week. Things got awkward when they both waited for the other one to bow.
0: (laughs) Queen Elizabeth gifted President Trump a rare book by Winston Churchill, Out of Habit, He asked her to spank him with it.
1: Oh, my God. IHOP is introducing a pancake burger to the menu.
0: Thanks, but I don't like healthy food, said President Trump. Mm, And finally, the Navy says they were asked to minimize visibility of the USS McCain during President Trump's visit to Japan. Specifically, they were asked to treat the USS McCain like President Trump's tax returns. The Trump (laughs) report starts now. Welcome to the Trump Report. Yes, it is I Christian Blatt joined as always by Jessica Galicia. Hi there. And Tamra Brown. how's everyone doing? On assignment, Scott, I almost call him Scott Brown. <laughs> I just I just put the two of you together. Uh, sorry. Or
1: our Scott Brown?
0: R. Scott Brown, might have thought of him too, uh, probably in the chat, but uh, he's on assignment and I didn't understand his message at all, I don't no. know what you, uh, grandma's on the roof, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. That must be some like Florida slang that I don't understand, we'll find out next week, we'll get all your answers on that. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to start off with uh, President Trump taking a trip across the pond, uh, starting off, I mean, well, I guess even before he got there, he uh, referred to uh, Meghan Markle as nasty, but, uh, not in the Janet Jackson way, uh, <laughs> because obviously that would be a sign I of respect that one. Well, mm-hmm. I wasn't even sure you'd get it what
2: you're looking you're at of a certain huge age, Janet you're fan. a certain
0: age, you might not know you might not know that song, you might not know the control album, it might be Rhythm Nation onward, I don't know you
2: actually, that just shows you don't know me at all.
0: I probably don't, yeah, but anyway, here we are That's talking Janet about Janet
2: is my jam
0: uh well, excuse me, Miss Galicia, if you're nasty uh so. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I think that a lot of times, you know, President Trump is able to say, like, well, you know, that it's not true, fake news. Uh he says those things a lot. And a lot of times he's like, well, I don't know if that's really fake news. But he, he did actually call her that. And I don't think it's a huge thing for him to say. I mean, she said nasty things about him. It's fine. She did? But
2: just n- by saying that? He, that is that she, nasty well, to call from, somebody racist? Or is, he,
0: so here's, here's the thing. I love he, that we have
2: a Janet. He, feels, <laughs> he
0: feels that uh, what she said was nasty. He's entitled to that opinion. He can express that. Just own up to it if you think that that's the case. I mean, she doesn't want to meet you. You know, well, let's. Harry probably all, doesn't all want to I meet I heard him.
1: was that she she didn't want to meet with him. So what yeah. what did she say?
0: Would she, well, so he referred to her as nasty in an interview, probably about a year ago. Just that, uh, or, or I think. The the interviewer asked, "Hey, she said these things about a year ago. That's what it was was like. I hadn't heard that. I didn't know she was so nasty. But
1: we we don't know what she said. I mean, I I I don't have
0: it it in front of me because
2: and misogynistic.
0: Yeah. So I believe it was both of those or one of those. Well, neither. And and, you know, you can feel how you want about uh, about those things. I'm pretty sure that President Trump wouldn't consider himself those things. So uh, that that the point is that he can say it, just just own up to it. You know, for a guy who runs his mouth on Twitter. You know he he's uh he's very thin skinned. He's very quick to walk things back. Just own up to it. He's like, yeah, I don't like her. You know, I mean, uh, Has, know?
2: is this surprising to you that Mm-mm. he hasn't you know owned up to anything? And I think that these kinds of little lies, where we know some, he said he called her that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. There is. Uh, is there audio or is there visual tape? Of I only saying? read it.
0: I only read it. So okay. that that's where you always run into the uh, I didn't say it, so you can get away with that. You can say, like, that's not what I told them. And I don't know. I, I, I think that most reporters, if they, they print a direct quote from the president, I'm going to just assume he, he said it. Or, you know, maybe they uh, didn't capitalize something correctly. But uh, I feel like that's very uh, I think that's a more very
1: blatant example of, of him <laughs> just outright lying is him denying that there were protesters in London he didn't,
0: he do, you, do you think he was lying or is he delusional and he just well, thought I that mean, those were fans? What I'm saying
1: is him him saying that that is fake news, claiming he he said it is fake news that there are protesters in London. I didn't see any of that. Wait, that is a
2: denial and it's also a lie. Christian, would you prefer to have a president who lies or who is delusional? Is one better than the other? I think delusional is
0: better, you know, because then we can all we can all just, uh, you know, drink the absinthe and just kind of sit back and, you know, let it all wash over us. You know, lying, that's calculated. Delusional is, is, you know, lying is Bill Clinton. Delusional is Joe Biden, you know? So, I, I mean, that's just... Well, it. that's not opened up another yeah, can of worms can of that I did
2: worms. not anticipate I'm just
0: at all. Well, Christian, uh, always
1: uh, always holding white sh- white men's feet to the fire. Tell tell always,
0: the I, I, I always hold... Uh, it was mostly a joke, just how he's a little... You know, Joe Biden, he's not the sharpest tack in the pack, is what I'm saying. Is Gonna, he, he, he less sharp than Trump? Oh, I don't... I, 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 I wouldn't even begin to characterize that. You know, I, I, I would say that uh, that's probably not the case. We, but, uh, you know, um, I uh, I wanted to try and find uh, that quote. But uh, so, Tamara, I feel like you were trying to get a couple things in. And uh, we, I probably we, str- we strong so about that We strong was so our curious way as
2: to know whether
1: Christian so. believes a liar or a delusional president. We is usually
0: best. get both, I think, probably. I think you they're know?
1: hand in hand, yeah. especially with Trump.
0: Yeah, no, I think I, I think I could uh, I could certainly uh, understand that. Well, what do you what do you think, Chelsea? Do you do you want the liar more than delusional?
2: I, I that's that's there's not even like a, a worse of the what is it the lesser, lesser of two genius. evils in this situation, um, you know? Neither, and you know you can even say, well, all politicians lie, but there are degrees of lies, so. Uh, is it best to have a president who is delusional or lies to the degree that Trump does?
1: I don't know. Um, what is a lie Obama told? You can uh, keep that your doctor. Gonna, that,
0: yes, that you can keep your doctor, that but, uh, he was going to close Guantanamo Bay the first week he was in office. I think that maybe he believed that at the time, but uh, well, he sure didn't the, work hard to that.
2: That's the other thing. Is a lie really a lie when you believe it when you said it? And I think there is a term for this and i can't remember what it was but i do think it makes somebody a little less culpable when they truly and honestly and reasonably
1: believe but i think that excuses all of trump's lies cuz i do think he believes what he's saying i a, do think he believes that there were no protesters in london but that's that, that's, that's what reasonable.
0: i was getting at yeah that's that, what i, said, I think he doesn't he sees that there's a big crowd and he's like this is great it's like i'm in oklahoma okay
1: but that's not a reasonable
2: Belief that there were no protesters or his lies are not reasonable beliefs.
0: Uh, in uh, so I, I have a little bit more uh, uh, illumination on what we were talking about before. So, in an interview with the British tabloid The Sun, which by the way, let's be honest, when mm-hmm. you're talking about fake news, the uh, the newspaper that has a topless woman on page they three every day might be the one, mm-hmm. but How
2: do you know that there's a topless woman on page three? Everyone knows that, really. Did you I, mean, I have every, no idea everyone about what-
0: who, everyone who's worldly and um, reads explained. a sophisticated magazine? I know the magazine.
1: Sun is an incredible source, but yeah. I didn't know that there was a topless woman on. Now I'll start reading it. I just know yeah, that. Right, it's-
0: thank you. How many years have I known you? This is the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> now you're going to start reading it. So uh, the so uh, let's see. So he was uh, President Trump was being interviewed by the Sun, and he was confronted with Megan's. Meghan Markle's 2016 comment that it's not even as bad as I thought it was, that she would move to Canada if he won the presidency. And then Trump said, and this is on audio tape, I didn't know she was that nasty that she would move to Canada. A lot of people said they would move to Canada. By the way, no one who said they were going to move to Canada has moved to Canada. Uh, uh, that's
2: not true. I know somebody that has.
0: Okay, so none of the famous people. I'm just oh. assuming you don't know famous people.
1: But no, and but also, fr- this is before she was married to Prince Harry. So yeah. this is before she's she... This clarifies a lot because she, the royal family cannot show any sort of opinion of this sort of nature. You know, there was this video that went viral of of Camilla winking behind President Trump's back. And I'm sure she's going to get a lot of flack for that amongst the... um, I the, didn't see the, the royal. Yeah, well, this is like, before they, she was a they're duchess. Not, they're not. Yeah, exactly. So and like, she was
0: like, "Oh, that actress from Suits doesn't like him." Yes. So I don't think it mattered. Yes. Then. Yeah.
1: But she, it, had she said anything now, that would have been a huge uh, issue within royal protocol. So well, I would love
2: her so much if she did say something. Yeah. Well, I think probably the I British would people would I, love yeah, her. I think more. I think
0: when you marry into that family, uh, and. Uh, I think you kind of know. Yeah, yeah, to something And I think that's why they're like moving out to the countryside or whatever. You know, not to
1: a certain degree, to a full degree. Yeah. Like, you, they're not allowed to show that's any political I mean. Political so that's why she's whatsoever. just like, they're, yeah. they're
0: just kind of staying out of it. And Harry's just like, whatever, I've, I've had enough of this family. Uh, but here, so here this feeds into the delusion because President Trump says, I wasn't referring to she's nasty. I said she was nasty about me. And essentially, I didn't know she was nasty about me. Oh, well, see, there you go. But see, that's that's like kind of like delusional double talk where you can talk yourself into like, yeah, well, see, I didn't say it. I just uh, said she was nasty about me. I just left out the about me part. Man,
2: I mean, I, this is really riveting, but I wonder, when do we get to the part about where 900... Children or people, migrants were found crammed in a room designed for 125 people. I mean, so much talk of this Meghan Markle nasty. You know, okay, that's great all and interesting, but I think this is where the president's really great. I mean, I don't know if he consciously said, you know, what I'm going to talk crap about Meghan Markle so that people will ignore the fact that my administration has has treated uh, human beings worse than you know Southwest
0: Airlines. Oh, Jesus, Christian. Like, worse than no, no, no. Airlines. I, I Thank ha- you, Tamara. I have, had, I have
2: had good experiences on both, and I doubt that either of those are a very good comparison to what these migrants are have gone through. Well, and to make light Chelsea of it, Glantier, I mean, yeah, of course. I'm Airlines. so glad that there I've are never, some people to keep things light, but, like, on the inside, I'm like, this isn't funny! Yeah. I
0: mean, what you're talking about isn't funny, but uh, you know what wasn't funny either. Was I've never had to ride in a cattle car because I've been on Spirit Airlines because I feel like I know what it's <laughs> like. Uh, but would you like to talk about that instead? I mean, of- I
2: think I think it's newsworthy, right? I think it's it's Trump well, related yeah. I mean- instead of
0: well, I- instead of I did want to talk about the ma- about uh, what I like about Queen Elizabeth is mm. you just so this is the 11th president she's met with and. At this point, it's almost like oh, I've got like the whole set. I don't want to miss out on the last one, you know. I think she. I think it's just it, it's obviously it's a different era. It's a, a different mentality because she's the queen of England. She's probably just knows she has to put on a show and be nice to everybody, you know. Uh, but uh, I think that you know, for all the things he says, she's just like oh yeah, well I'm gonna yeah you know, I'm gonna wear the big hat. Still gonna meet you and. uh Chelsea showed me a very funny photo, which mm-hmm. I should have sent to Ryan uh, before we got started, because uh, she was uh, dressed like the Queen of England, and uh, President Trump had on a Burger King hat. And so, a
2: Burger King takeout oh, bag. Did
0: have, yeah, well, you know, it's, it, that that was his leftovers, you know. But
2: uh, I mean, it's pretty fitting. And
0: what? And
2: I mean, if anybody has any shame. Pretty embarrassing that that's like an accurate depiction of your president.
0: I've worn one of those crowns. I mean, I... I'm
2: probably Hopefully to make your children laugh,
0: but that one was... I mean, I was a child crown. at the time, but I've still <laughs> worn them. I, you know, I mean, I think... I, I'm going to say I look pretty good at it, but... Uh, of course. Tamara, what do you... So what does this trip tell you about the relationship with the U.S. and the U.K.? Are they just going to kind of humorous, whatever we trot out there. You think that they're just too polite? Well, I, mean, I think
1: this is just what you're saying. Like She's all, she's met with every president. She's just sticking to tradition, which is what they do. And, and and also in showing no bias, she can't say, oh, here's the first president in 11 that I am not in agreement with, because I'm sure there were other presidents that she probably would have rather to not have met with. Um, but I, I, you know, we should agree. With, I agree with Chelsea. Maybe we should move on to more hard, harder news and uh talk about the migrants or um I don't know. Whatever you wanted to
0: talk about. So, you thought that you sat down with Chuck Todd and meet the press. You thought that that's what this was <laughs> well, right here? Really- no, we will definitely get to that. I, I do want to. I, I, there are a couple more stories about this okay. that I did want to talk about. Okay. We'll definitely talk about it. I'm not saying we're not going to talk about it. I'm just saying we're not talking about it right now. Um, because uh, the point I wanted to get to immediately after Meghan Markle is that that was hardly the only person that he insulted. He, he insulted the, uh, the mayor of London. Uh, and I like that. Which they have a history. Yeah. Of- That goes back pretty far. Slinging insults. But I I like that even the the super polite British family is like, all right, you know what? We're just going to have Prince Andrew go golfing with him and kind of basically be his handler. I I thought that that was the most interesting thing about it. So even this, you know super polite family who is supposed to be I don't know the the pinnacle of tradition and and manners and circumstance and uh, you know all that stuff they're just like yeah but I mean we don't want to actually hang out with them so like I don't know how Prince Andrew got to draw the short straw there <laughs> but I guess it's just because I guess it's because uh, President Trump uh, spends so much time golfing which I, I don't know if you remember but that was something that um, one side of the political spectrum used to say that uh, President Obama spent too much time golfing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do remember hearing that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess I guess and it doesn't this matter. This president
2: anymore. spends much more time. More no, what
0: you don't hear that though.
2: Yeah, I, isn't that funny? No,
0: I'm just. I know. mean,
2: I. Th- that's why we are here to remind
0: people of the truth. <laughs> but how much time everyone spends playing golf? Exactly. I'm at zero minutes. <laughs> Me too. You let us know in the chat. Um, but I think. That the interesting thing, I guess, is, you know, we were talking about Meghan Markle shouldn't be, you know, giving opinions now. Oh,
2: no, I do think she should be.
0: Well, <laughs> the, their belief is that she shouldn't right. be. And President Trump is a guest in their country. I I, I mean, just... You I know, can, like well, no, no. What small... he's saying about uh, so he's saying like, oh, brec- Brexit's going to almost said breakfast. Breakfast is a great idea. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the. I'll die on that hill. Breakfast is always a great idea. The, the UK should support breakfast. breakfast. I support breakfast. But he was saying that Brexit is uh, something that would really be tremendous for them. And it's just like so that would be like if the prime minister came over and talked about you know how dumb it is to spend money on the wall. I mean that's like. Not literally, but mm-hmm. that's fairly close to what he's doing. It's uh, None of his business, right? But I, I guess that's you know to to even pose a question about uh, you know has has he any shame about that is uh, is is hardly well. I
2: mean, he's supporting what the people have said that they wanted, and I and I wonder if any small part of the reason why, besides tradition, they extended all this pomp and circumstance to. President Trump is if they feel a little bit vulnerable because of the very shaky, tumultuous Brexit situation and that the United States is the number one trading partner to the UK outside of of Europe. So uh, that they should make nice with uh, the United States in case they leave the EU with no deal, then at least they have uh, the US. I, I don't know if that has any bearing on the Queen's decision to Go over the top with how welcoming she is, uh, but for some reason I want to believe it has something to do with it because if the country was at its you know strongest, I I, I want I doubt that they would sort of cower to this level. And I understand that there are people have been criticizing that oh why are people so critical of president Trump when this same queen welcomes, you know, authoritarians from from other countries. Nobody's as as vocally critical as when, you know, Saudi Arabia comes to visit. Right.
0: Well, well- my thinking is the way to get a state dinner in the United Kingdom is to ask. And then they just can't say no because they're like, oh, well, they didn't try. Did well, ask. you should try. you should and probably then do it. Yeah. Let
2: us know how that goes.
0: Oh, I should. Well, I'm not a. I, I mean, if you're head of state, you should ask. I mean, I, I can't uh, ask. I mean, maybe Chuck Todd could take to back to him. Maybe he could uh, get a sit down with the Queen. Uh, so the uh, you know we always hear uh, these these numbers and things. The uh, the Trump family visit to the UK will cost uh, U.S. taxpayers uh, 3.5 million dollars. I can't think of anything that that money would be well spent on. Uh, that would be better, which is than, pocket change yeah. in the scheme of what we spend. Well, I mean, that would pay for like Boy, I'm cringing th- on the wouldn't that pay for like eight bricks in the wall you know what i mean so it's like i guess i guess it's not that much or, how point. many
2: teachers salary could be paid with that
0: teachers wait we pay teachers no that's that's not that's not that's going to change after 2020 i think you don't think that's you funny? Guys
1: vote no. yes on ee today no, oh i don't what i missed Today's no, a voting it's,
0: day. A, it's only if you're Yikes. in the city of los angeles oh and are you some outside of us of, are not okay. yes Yes, I'm, uh, I'm on my own island, the Island of Misfit Toys, and we oh. don't vote there. Uh, I don't quite know what Ryan's... 800
2: uh, students' tuition oh, is could that be paid th- for, perhaps, with $3.5 I, I was just
0: saying. No, $3.5 no, no now I understand. That sounds
2: like a good yeah, I could testament. take care
0: of my student loans pretty well. Well, and that that could be to a fine institution like University of Delaware.
2: (laughs) See, we're the new fleecing of America. We have replaced Tom Brokaw in capturing what is the outrageous spending of this country and what we could better do with it. That's what you can count on us for here at The Trump Report.
0: Um, One of the other things we can count on (laughs) is asking the important (laughs) questions of, do you think, Tamara, that at yeah. any point the, the the base and i'm talking about the uh, evangelical pocket of the base is going to come to terms with the fact that uh, President Trump is not one of them. You know, there was this uh, this day of prayer that was supposed to you know, called for by Franklin Graham on Sunday, uh, that you're supposed to pray for President Trump against all of his enemies, and President Trump makes an appearance uh, at this church in D.C. that I think he's been to once before, and I mean once before. But he came from the golf course, and his hair was wet, and I'm using air quotes, but <laughs> Come on, it's right off the golf course. Do you think that's water? Um, how, can somebody explain to
2: me how you sweat on the golf course? I mean, unless it, it, was it really hot? It,
0: it's Washington, D.C. in June. A lot of walking. It, it's, it, yeah, it's very it's, a, it's walking. very humid, actually, in oh, all honesty. Okay. Well, it's, humid- not, it's not that hard. Uh, yeah, I know. You do only swing a golf club once in right, a while. With humidity, but that explains yeah, it. Yeah, you, you definitely can get sweaty from that. Uh but, uh, you know, and, and uh, he took his hat off when he was there, which I thought was like, all right, you know. he's wearing golf shoes uh, in church. So th- that goes sort of just that circles back to my question, Tamara. Do you think that there could be a sizable number of evangelicals who are like, I I can't vote for a Democrat because of the things that they believe in, but I also can't vote for this guy because he's taking us for granted that we're going to. Nope.
1: Evangelicals will vote for Trump no matter what, because they're voting uh, they in uh, pro pro life is what is their probably their number one concern. And what else after pro life? Um, <laughs> immigration. So it's a little bit of
0: a list. But yeah, they maybe.
1: they probably and, uh, you know Ryan has not, gotten a, probably a photo. not too involved in in the immigration, but they know where their party lies on right. it, so so they know he's voting in their favor supposedly on that. So. Yeah, I think evangelicals I, no I, I'm going to say
0: that, and for those that are watching on YouTube, you can see an image of President Trump ma- you know, uh, shaking hands with this pastor. Which, by the way, the pastor's in short sleeves, so all, all of a sudden I'm starting to think that my my argument doesn't hold any water. I, I actually think he looks so much better with his hair slick like this, like the Gordon Gecko Wall Street look. Uh, look yes, did I say he looks good? No. I said he looks better. Okay,
2: okay, well then I can agree with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, because his hair looks normal. Whatever he does with his hair is not normal. Uh, but I would go
1: so far as to say that evangelicals are used to looking the other way when it comes to people that they are supposed to respect falling in um, in you know uh, the principal of the Catholic high school in Louisiana that oh, went sure. to a strip club while he was supposed to be uh, he was on a field trip with his students but he didn't um, bring the
0: kids by the way <laughs> he didn't Tamara, bring the kids yeah. no
1: no this was when the kids were safely in their hotel room. Yeah. He went to a strip club, but i 'm saying it's in it's this is just one example of many, many times when evangelicals have had to turn a blind eye and say. Yes, okay, I don't support that, but in the grand scheme of things, this is the person
2: I think they say that we all sin, and so Mm -hmm. that justifies (laughs) it. And by the
0: way, Tamara...
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. We call them
0: gentlemen's clubs because we behave like gentlemen there. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yes, Ryan understands. Oh,
1: I'm nothing against strip clubs, gentlemen clubs whatsoever. I'm to each his own, but I'm just saying that uh, they're used to, uh, you know, President Trump... uh, paid for a, a porn star uh, paid off a porn star he has been married multiple times all of this many indiscretions no. and awful things that he the- said on record and it's it's easy for them to turn a blind lie as long as he's going to put a republican conservative justices on the bench to overturn roe v wade
0: no this is a completely a hypothetical uh, there's there's no reporting that indicates that this is uh this is something that's you know that we're going to hear. do you think Chelsea that uh you could at least start to see some movement amongst evangelicals if there was at least very credible proof that uh President Trump in his pre president days as a younger man about new york uh paid for and or multiple abortions? Do you think that that's something that uh, that they would actually have to stop and, and and think a little bit more clearly on? I
2: think there are some people that will say we've we've all sinned, we've all sinned, mm. and they would justify it like that because um, what he believes that, uh, what they believe he can do for them um, outweighs you know his violations of the doctrine that they claim to to hold so dear. I I do. Uh, I am heartened by reading some uh, data that shows that much of his base is sort of deteriorating and that may be actually willing to vote for a Democrat in 2020, Uh, which has me rethinking even about what is, who might be the smarter candidate to support, because I didn't know until I read this one article, and I have to double check to to see if the sure. data is, is correct. But one of the, the... The data looked at where did the votes come for, from in 2018? Is it people who never voted for Trump um, that voted Democrat? Is it new voters that came out to vote? Is uh, What part of it is it voters that voted for Trump that turned in 2018? And that they're is a, a significant chunk of people that voted for Trump in 2016 that then turned around and vote Democrat in the midterms in 2018. So if there really is uh, a significant part of the base that is willing to look uh, for somebody else to vote for, then perhaps, maybe, sort of, lots of like asterisks to this, a more moderate candidate Um would work, Although I, I still can't get over the idea that, that many Trump supporters were people who were angry at the establishment enough to vote for Trump and that they would really resonate more with like a, a, a Bernie Elizabeth Warren. So there's still more sort of research for me to do on this, but I am heartened that at least some of the base evangelical or not are looking for other people to vote for.
0: Sure. And I guess once we have the the data on 2018, it would probably be easier to process, for example, how many uh, absentee ballots have a uh, Moscow postmark. Uh That could be something that you always take into consideration Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Well, Chelsea, you you have a couple of things that you wanted to talk about, but one is the one you brought up on the show. So uh, because we have limited time, I wanted to let you bring it up, uh, the, the migrant issue that you referenced earlier
2: right and i and i i don't know what what more there is to to talk about other than to talk about it that you know 900 human beings stuffed in an area designed for 125 people um should be horrifying I don't know if it should be horrifying. I think it just is um, to to people. And I think get what you're saying attention. is there should
0: be there should be more outrage about it. Uh, you know, I mean, I think people that are aware of it. I, we've can got be a horrified. little bit of
2: outrage fatigue, I think, but I think that well, we should true. still talk about it. We don't, I, I believe, need to be outraged to point out all of the outrageous things that are uh, are still happening. I mean, we are so uh, almost numb to these big major events by now, that we had the largest mass shooting in our country this year. And we haven't talked about it. Most media that I have seen is talking about the UK trip. Um, Very little talk about the 12 people that died in Virginia Beach. So we're, we're becoming, I think, too numb and too normalized to this really, hopefully, Hopefully, unnormal circumstances, and I hope that enough of us can keep our wits about us to keep talking about the real issues, even though it's so easy to get distracted by some of the, the more fun, things palatable, like,
1: or easier to wrap your brain around.
2: Right? Or like, did he or did he not call Meghan Markle nasty? Like that—that that kind of be can be fun, but let, let's do that for like five seconds, and then let's. I think, I mean, I, I'm the, the the serious one here, and we have balance on the show by having two comedians here to balance out the very serious nature that I bring to the show. Um, but I th- I think, wh- where is everybody talking about it? I, is there a reason why nobody is? Well,
0: I, I, I don't think it's in reference to this issue in particular, but uh, one of the other things I wanted to talk about, uh, Tamara, I was uh, reading earlier today that... Uh, it's sort of a two prong thing. So uh, CNN's primetime ratings are down 16 percent and their overall day, entire day ratings are down 9 percent from this exact month last year. I saw that uh, Rachel Maddow's show is down uh, from last year. And I'm just starting to wonder if I don't think that this means people are coming around on President Trump. But I think even if they don't like him, I think they might be tired of just how much they have to hear about him. And it, I think it might just be exhausting. And I think it's a dangerous place to be in with a presidential election being next year. But uh, do you think that it's entirely possible that people don't feel any differently about him? They just they just don't want to hear about it anymore. And, and, and that could feed into a story <laughs> like the one you're talking about not getting uh, focused on as much.
1: Yeah, and I also think that... Um, when you watch CNN, even though I think, even though I think for the most part they are giving a a true narrative, especially like Jake Tapper, or um, they're 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 giving a true, non biased narrative most of the time. But because so much of that is pointing out things that things like Trump denying that there are protesters in London when there's clear video that there are, so that looks like they are attacking him when they're just reporting neutral they're, news
2: they are getting roped mm-hmm. in to the topics that Trump wants to talk about yeah, and i think if true. they were smarter yes. they would yes. report on it for like 5 seconds and then get back to the more important stories they might say well the you know trump's antics are what gets ratings but actually if you're saying that ratings are down and they mm-hmm. go back to being more of a of a real news um outlet um both them and MSNBC and we hear less about uh Trump's outrage sensationalize answers.
1: whatever thing he tweeted right, I mean, if the if the if the media were, had integrity from 2016 they would have just ignored ignored his tweets just ignore the tweets or i mean That's you just like it's done. on a
2: ticker but then like move move on i mean i now the extent of my cnn watching is um, at the gym every couple of minutes i'll like check in and but most of the time that i'm at the gym which is like over hour hour and a half it'll be off. like i'm not working out the whole time i'm i'm, I'm with my <laughs> bo- he's like doing most is that they're on the same topic which uh, and it's being sliced and diced 42 different ways
0: yeah.
2: uh, um, uh, about stuff that, in the in the scheme of things, doesn't feel very important to yeah, me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I used to, like, when headline news really was headline news, I know the channel's actually called HLN now because it's not headline And it was just, like, if you watched that for half an hour, you were going to get, like, just very little about a bunch of things. And now it seems like if you watch CNN for an hour, it could be the same two stories oh, yeah, or sometimes the sure. same one story. And yeah. it's not, like... You know, a, a shooting or an earthquake. It's just you know, it's and, just and it's this, just like here's what here's what Mueller said in front interest. of a, pad, it's uh, into a people, podium today. People
1: Magazine. It's just turning into People Magazine. It's like they they are leaning towards more human interests than and and this is where actually
2: Fox is, is actually got something ahead of CNN and MSN. They keep things moving. They cover a whole lot of things, which then I can understand why people feel that they're actually getting news there because they they cover many more topics.
0: Well, to bring it all full circle, that was one of uh, President Trump's complaints when he got to the U.K. was that he was not able to watch Fox News. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that uh, – yeah, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. I'm glad you understand. <laughs> uh, so we only have a couple of minutes, but do you do you want to at least talk a little bit about uh, the – Possible uh, superhero team up crossover between Ted Cruz and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez.
2: Yes. Now this is the kind of story that I could re- is is really exciting. So as far as I understand, this um, was a deal that came about over Twitter, where AOC, AOC said, you know, let's do something where we. Um, don't we, we ban, we prevent Congress people from becoming lobbyists after their term, because that is like a go to gig, some outrageous percentage of former Congress, um, people and senators then make their way over to be a lobbyist and then use their influence for, you know, what we, for non-democratic, we'll call them, um, ideals. And so, um, AOC's, and when you say
0: non-democratic, do you mean lowercase d? I, I,
2: I, I'm moneyed interest, really, right? Okay. The people, the groups, the industries, the companies that can afford these lobbyists then have a louder voice in Congress because these former congressmen and women have relationships with people on the Hill and then can use that in order to benefit the interests that they represent. So, uh, So, AOC put it out to Ted Cruz let's put something like this out there and she made sure to say you know there's no no squeezing in any other kind of hidden deals into this let's do just a clean bill and he said be a tweet you're on so um, this is very exciting I, I I don't know why I'm the only one celebrating this I mean who knows wow. how far it will actually go but mm-hmm. I feel that the the sentiment of some of two people that are so you know, on the Broadly. opposite mm-hmm. ends of the political spectrum can find something extremely worthwhile. And some people might say, OK, well, what is it you know, a big deal if you prevent Congress people from becoming lobbyists? But if people that really understand what is most threatening to our democracy, sure, Russia's got something to do with it. But we were undermining our own democracy Probably before Russia started getting involved by having these kind of corrupt legal abilities for people to influence um, politicians and our and all of our politics that have louder voices than the American people with just regular funds. So it is a big deal. It's not a silver bullet that's going to clean up all the corruption, but this is one of this the big things closing the revolving door between Congress and lobbyists that will help. Restore our democracy,
0: uh, Tamara, How likely do you think it is that uh, following the tweet from Ted Cruz that says you're on that anything at all ever happens with this again? <laughs> I, I, I I know I'm literally raining on your parade, but uh, I, I we got my umbrella out. Yeah. Uh,
1: how likely? Yeah. How it likely been?
0: something more happens? Uh, and let's let's let's, let's not count more tweets. More tweets. I think more it's likely that
1: he'll grow more facial hair. That's yeah. what's most likely. And I think it is less likely that. Yeah, anything will actually come of this, but I do uh, also um, cheer, it will come cheer this sentiment. If
2: we talk about it, yeah, sure. If yes. the American yes, people yes, yes, show yes. that they give a damn yes. about it, mm-hmm. if we all stay silent and because we don't know, it's not as interesting <laughs> as name calling or whatever, then you're right. Nothing will happen. The only way it will gain momentum is if enough of us are loud about it. We have to be able to drown out the voices of the lobbyists who really don't like this at all. And so we have to be extra loud because there are people that prefer us to be silent and they pay to be louder. So nothing is going to happen because this is largely the sentiment. What's going to happen? It's because it takes us being really loud about it to Mm -hmm. make something happen.
0: Yeah, and I think that you would get, you know, sort of the... We get the optics attached to, like, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ted Cruz, uh, people that are, you know, obviously very far apart, but very divisive amongst the, the respective opposition, you know. And I think if you got them to actually do something about really any issue, it's yeah. like, oh, well, look, this issue brought these two together. Yeah,
2: well, I found out about this from uh, represent Dot us. So if you can go on their website and they have something where you can click on to show these um, members, you know, she's a House member, he's a senator, sure. that you support this, then it makes it more likely that something will happen about this. Perhaps it'll just maybe it'll be a, a five minute segment on CNN or Fox News. Can you probably not Fox News, but. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe depends, I'm not giving Depends them on who, Who's willing to but do the interview about it? But this conversation has to get started, or else it will die. And, right. and
0: represent you know, look,
1: dot us. To mm-hmm.
0: y- to your point, if if Ted Cruz and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez were willing to appear together, by the way, the shortest be,
1: name and the longest
0: name. This is a great point. Six letters and <laughs> what twenty? Uh, but you know they they would uh, if they would do like the Sunday shows together, the yeah. two of Can them. You you'd get people talking hand about in it. hand in hand? Okay, well, now you took it too far. All right, fine. fine, you fine, know? fine. And you'd have to make sure the curtains are closed, because I do believe Ted Cruz would burst into flames if sunlight touches anywhere on his skin. I think I've seen that. Uh, I think President Trump said that uh, during the primaries, that uh, he's actually Dracula and he killed Castro. I think that's what he... I might be wrong. Don't ever hold me to anything that I say on this show. But... Fair enough. We are out of time, but I do want to give uh, a storage-yard resident commenting on something we were talking about earlier... He points out you can have a religious experience at a strip club. So thank you, Storage Resident. I, I appreciate I, I, you
1: saying I agree. No, yeah. yeah. no, no, no
0: disagreement yeah. there. So oh, thank no. you, Storageard not- Resident, who never misses a show. <laughs> uh, but thank you uh, for that. Uh, we will not miss our next show. We'll be back Tuesday at four Pacific Seven Eastern. Until then, Tamara, where do people find you?
1: Uh, Hey Tamara underscore on Twitter
0: and Chelsea, where do people find you? At Chelsea Gleason. You can find me at Christian DMZ on Twitter and Instagram. And a little later on tonight at nine Pacific here on AfterBuzz TV, it will be the fifth and final part of our Chernobyl after show. Uh, so uh, you know it'll make you feel really good about the way government can work. Warm and uh, fuzzy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but uh, until then, we will see you next week. Bye.